Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, today we're talking about who you are going to be in your next chapter. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I am so glad to be here with you again. And you know, I always say that, and I always mean it. I would have never predicted in a million years that I would be hosting a weekly podcast. I mean, I don't even remember exactly when I figured out or discovered podcasts, but I know 10 years ago, I didn't know about them. Yet here I am, and here you are, and it's just so cool that the online world or a podcast app has brought us together like this, making such an intimate connection. That's how I feel when I listen to a podcast. I feel so connected. I laugh, I cry, I do all the things. And I think a lot about what I'm listening to. So there is a topic that has been coming up all of the time in the Women in the Middle Academy. Like it comes up a lot. And I wanted you to start thinking about it too. Here you are somewhere in the age and stage of midlife. And really, It's what this mindset self-development work is all about. It's about being more intentional about what you want in your life so that you don't have regrets. One key element to being successful this way is to get better at thinking about stuff in advance. The more you think about what you actually want, the better. This practice and skill will make a huge difference for your happiness and success path to loving your life more and more and more and more after 50. So this is where we're going today to make sure that this is one of the things that you're thinking about who you really want to be at this point in your life. But just quick, before we get going, I want to invite you to have a breakthrough yourself. Now, I know when you're stuck in a midlife funk, feeling confused and unclear about what's next or spinning on some decision that you're having a really hard time making, it can also be hard to even imagine what might be on the other side of your breakthrough to getting unstuck and clear about what you want. So I want to offer an easy way to start moving in that direction. You can give yourself the jumpstart you need in the form of a breakthrough coaching call. It's a 90-minute private coaching call that's basically a deep dive into what's getting in the way of your clarity. We can coach on anything you need to make a breakthrough because you know what? I have a feeling you're tired of wasting valuable time. Head over to www.nextchapterbreakthrough.com. I have a few spots open now and one of them can be yours. So let's dive in to this week's topic, which is all about who you're going to be in your next chapter. Let's break that down. I'm presenting this to you this way for a specific reason, not just who you want to be, but who you are going to be. You have choices. That's the point. However you've been thinking about yourself over the past five or six decades doesn't have to be the way you continue to think about yourself or what you're capable of going forward. You have choices. However you've labeled yourself over the past few decades doesn't have to be the way that you continue to label yourself and limit yourself. Going forward, you have choices. The way you've believed what others told you that you should do in the past doesn't need to be what you continue to believe about what you want to do in the future. You have choices. So you see what I'm getting at here? You can be who you want on purpose because whatever this is for you, flows from your mindset about who you want to be. Your ability to connect with your honest thoughts and desires about who you want to be 
That flows from your mindset, your thoughts, the way you think about yourself, the way you imagine what is actually possible, how courageous you feel like being, what you want to make sure you don't miss out on, what really lights you up, what brings you so much joy, contentment, and peace. You can have fun with this too, even though it can feel a little scary at first. And it can, I get it, but you can absolutely have fun with this. And I think it's going to be pretty important to think about because it is a huge source of regret for so many people. When you look at the common regrets, and there's a lot of research about this, so research is pretty consistent, and it suggests that the biggest regrets are usually around your relationships with others and for things that you didn't do rather than what you did do and perhaps failed. So really grasp that. It's about usually about relationships with others and things that you didn't do. So what we're talking about now is related to this, determining who you're going to be in your next chapter and what decisions you're going to make to create that for yourself. For sure, you'll want to consider potential regrets related to what you didn't do, what you didn't say, what you didn't try, and how you didn't allow yourself to be happy. So how do you think about who you want to be in your next chapter? How do you even think about it? I have three simple steps to get your mind around this important concept to get started. So let's do it. Step number one, try these useful prompts and see if you get some clarity peeking through. So I'm going to give you two prompts and I want to see if they help you with some clarity, some insight, even a whisper or a glimpse of something that makes sense to you. So here's the first prompt. I'm learning to become a woman who? I'm learning to become a woman who fill in the blank. So what comes up for you when you think this? Is it I'm learning to become a woman who is developing a new skill or learning a new hobby? Like maybe you always wanted to learn how to bake. So you imagine yourself being that kind of woman or one who loves baking or one who always brings something wonderful to a dinner party and always has fresh baked cookies for the grandkids, for example. So you might have like an image of who you want to be. Maybe it's somebody that you know, maybe it's your grandmother, or maybe it's a story that you read, and it's just something that resonates with you. So you may not have it all worked out, but there's a glimpse or a whisper or something that you just want to acknowledge. Maybe you want to become a woman who's more relaxed. You imagine yourself to be more rested adopting more of a chill kind of demeanor. You know, my kids always say that. She's chill. They would never say that about me, but they do say it. So do you want to be chill? Do you want to have that kind of, uh, you know, demeanor and, you know, basically calmer overall? Is that what you want? Perhaps you want to be a woman who is more present. You want to be a better listener, more focused and not feel as busy. Maybe that's you. Or maybe you want to be a woman who's more social and more of an initiator. Perhaps this means you will say yes to more invitations, join more groups and clubs, initiate outings and gatherings with your friends. You want to be, and in this case, you maybe even want to stop all the waiting and do more of the inviting. Maybe you've noticed that you wait a lot and you're missing out a lot because, you know, nobody's reading your mind. Maybe you want to be doing the inviting. So there's all kinds of ways to think about this. It could be maybe you want to be somebody who walks all the time. Maybe you want to be somebody who is not a fair weather exerciser. That would be me. <laughs> Maybe it's somebody who's known for um, doing fun things. You want to be somebody who always has fun. Whatever it is for you, just allow that prompt, I'm learning to become a woman who, and see what comes up for you. 
Now, here's a second prompt to try. I love it when I meet or know somebody who, right? This one is kind of a sneak attack because you're not thinking about yourself. You're either admiring, appreciating, or being a bit envious of something about someone else. So again, the prompt is, I love it when I meet or know somebody who, what comes up? This can be great information for you about what you aspire to or desire yourself. For example, if you love it when you know somebody who's a great listener, that might mean that you want to become a woman who's a great listener. If you love it when you hear about somebody's adventurous vacation, that might mean you really want to be a woman who is adventurous and tries new things. If you love it when you learn that someone you know is writing her first book, that might mean that you want to become a woman who writes. So notice when you hear something or meet somebody and they're talking and they're doing something that you think is really cool, what is it? So step number one is to use these two prompts and any other prompts you can think of to help you just open the door a little bit to think about who you're going to be in your next chapter. Now, step number two is to become more aware of potential regrets. As I mentioned, it's common to regret some aspect of your relationships with others and what actions you didn't take somewhere or sometime in your life. So let's start with thinking about your relationships. When it comes to your inner circle, your closest family relationships, your friendships, or the way that you relate to people in your community, what might you regret? Could it be how authentic you are, the way you showed up, the way that you cared, the way you followed up? The way that you asked good questions, the way that you reached out to try to work on a miscommunication, maybe your ability to show affection or tell someone how you feel about them. If you're concerned about regretting something like this, some of these examples, you might want to become a woman who takes great care with her relationships, who prioritizes relationships. You can be as specific as you like, but turn the thing that you're worried about regretting into something you want to be the core part of who you are and what you really value, what you really prioritize. It's the same thing with the other common regret about not doing something you really want to do. This kind of thing typically gets in the way of your happiness, which means that you get in the way of your own happiness. I can relate with that, and I bet you can too. So let's think about it. You may recall the Forks in the Road podcast episode I did recently, episode 335, Curiosity and Insight from Forks in the Road of Midlife. You can review the forks in your own personal road of life and learn from them. When you had a big choice to make and were at a fork in the road, what led to the way that you made your decision about what to do or which way to go? And then do you like the way you made that decision? Many people find that when they review uh, these critical decision points in their lives, they aren't always happy about why they made the decision they made. And often it's because of fear. Perhaps this happened to you too, and you made a decision or several decisions because you were afraid to do what you really wanted to do. I hear this all the time from my clients. And for me, it was a huge reason I was stuck for five years between 45 and 50. So what I always hear are things like this. I didn't pursue art because I didn't think I was talented enough, and ultimately, I was afraid to go for it. Or I was afraid to leave a bad relationship, so I ended up staying in it way too long. Or I wanted to go back to school and change my career, but I'm afraid because I think I'm too old. Right? So many 
Examples, I'm sure you can think of some. Either you, your own examples, or people that you know. It's, it's so common. So what you can do is see what insight you can glean from curiosity about how fear has played into your decision-making over the years and see how that might apply to your life in your next chapter. You might decide that you want to be a woman who is more courageous about trying new things, or even that you want to be a woman who allows herself to say yes to developing new skills regularly, which means saying yes to being a beginner more often. There's a lot to think about here, but it's really good stuff to just poke and prod and be curious about what's going on, who you are now, and who you're going to be in your next chapter. Okay, so quick review. Step number one, use prompts about what you love in other people and who you want to learn to be. Step number two, explore potential regrets. And now step number three, ask yourself why. Asking yourself why you want to become this woman is a great way to really round things off and fully appreciate why you want to make this change. It's simple because all you have to do is get quiet and ask yourself why you want to become this version of yourself and then listen to what you have to say and let it sink in. So when you ask yourself why, what comes up? Because you love the idea of spending the next few decades being this woman? Because you're excited about being proud of the new you? Because you value relationships and uh, moving forward with this kind of a priority is exactly who you want to be? Because you see that you'll gain a ton of fulfillment? Because you see that this path that identifying this way, that, that being this woman will bring a lot of happiness, whatever it is, I bet it's pretty juicy because this is really where the rubber hits the road, the why. Now, there's also a flip side of the why question. Tweak it a bit and ask yourself, why don't you want to take a pass on becoming this woman? Why don't you want to take a pass on making this change? The first why helps you appreciate what you gain from becoming this woman. This tweaked version of the question helps you appreciate what the cost to you is if you don't. Now, this is pretty powerful. What's the cost to you if you don't become more courageous? What's the cost if you don't become a woman who's more relaxed and rested? What's the cost to you if you don't become chill? What's the cost if you don't allow yourself to be happy? What's the cost? If you don't show up in relationships the way you want to, what's the cost if you don't make any changes? What's the cost if you aren't as present as you want to be? So I think you get it. Insert what it is for you and really appreciate your responses to this important question. So there you have it. Steps one, two, and three to figure out who you are going to be in your next chapter. Step number one, use prompts about what you love in other people and who you want to be who you want to learn to be. Step number two, explore potential regrets. And now step number three, asking yourself why it's important to think all of this true. Why is it important to do and what's the cost? Why is it important to, to appreciate the cost of not making a change? Now all that's left is to have fun being super intentional about being the amazing woman that you want to be on purpose in your next chapter. Notice I suggested it can be fun. Don't gloss over that. You don't have to think that it's going to be hard. <laughs> you can also become a woman who has fun doing new amazing things that make her a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> That's normal too. It's totally okay to be uncomfortable and still move in that direction. 
Remember, it's a choice, and I can't wait to see what you decide who you want to become and why. Okay, that's it for this episode. As you know, this podcast is all about how to love your life again after 50. It's really all about coaching you to be a more intentional person and to incorporate mindfulness into your life as a regular practice. This is how you put yourself on your agenda. My focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and focused on your current values and priorities so you don't have regrets. I can help you create the success that you're looking for. That's why I created the Women in the Middle Happiness Academy with you in mind because it's a warm, supportive, and fun coaching community of like-minded women who grow forward together. It is totally possible to feel great about your roadmap to a more fun, meaningful, and regret-free next chapter. So email me your questions and let's talk about it and see if it's for you. Go ahead and book your free, no-obligation momentum call at www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. I'm also excited to invite you to amplify your listening experience with the podcast by having more of a book club experience with all of the midlife stuff that we're talking about. This is perfect for you when you're craving connecting with more women in the middle. So join the Women in the Middle Podcast Club by heading over to susierosenstein.com and clicking on the Podcast Club button and away you go. And finally, for show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 341. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.